We here at Racket Rock would like to thank our patrons. Severick. Michael Hopkins. Yodlitz. Brownie Davis. Dead Gunner. Michael Drescher. James Burns. Michael Davis. Stephen Vest. Steve Araiza. Carl Black. And William Wilson. Thanks, everyone. Hey, Craig. And hello, listeners. Welcome to another Ragnard Rock Warren Play. Uh, Today we are online and we are playing Mothership. And I am Alex. I'm going to be running these fine folks through the new Gradient Descent module. It is a brand new mega dungeon that was just released by uh, the fine folks at Tuesday Night Games. And it's pretty terrible. I mean, it's, it's wonderful, but it's terrible for them. So I can't wait. So why don't you, uh, poor schmucks, introduce yourselves? I guess I'll go first. Uh, I'm James, and I am playing the Teamster... Uh, Rook Brannigan. He likes long walks on the beach, and he likes flowers and pictures of poetry. He doesn't actually like poetry, he likes pictures of poetry. Naturally. Um, okay, I guess I'll go next. Hey everybody, I'm Ryan. Uh, I'm going to be playing Zark Muckerberg. Uh, his friends call him Muck, even though he hates it. Um, he is a computer scientist and hacker, and he knows a little bit of first aid, and that's about all I know about him. Alright then, that leaves me. I'm playing the Marine. His name is Titus Tagarius, um, and he's good at shooting things and not much good at thinking. Okay. So, we begin... The three of you slowly coming to. Uh, why don't you each roll one d ten, and we'll see uh, which of you comes to first. I got a eleven. Where are you rolling, Ryan? I rolled in the planning channel. You monster. Oh, I was about to roll there, too. <laughs> I'll re-roll. I got a no. two. I did worse. <laughs> damn it. I can never find the damn channels. Here we go. All right. 1D10? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Eric has like a million and one channels, so I, I constantly get lost. Five. All right. So, Rook, you uh, slowly blink your eyes open. And for a moment, you can't tell if you're awake or not, because the room that you find yourself in is very dark. As you look around, you notice that the only light that you can see uh, is coming from the, the backlighting of cryotanks. Uh, you, you look around, uh, and you see there are ten cryotanks in this room, there's a soft blue glow inside each of them that shows that they're active. Um, and you you could barely make out uh, a whole bunch of cables just kind of coming out of the out of these tubes and snaking along the walls and to the ceiling. Uh, and as you look around, you realize you are floating. 
you are in zero G, uh, and you look and you could see two other people uh, also floating a few feet away from you. They seem to be, un- you could see that they're breathing, so they are alive, but they are unconscious. They are floating a few feet in front of cryotubes, which seem to have just been opened. And as you look behind you, you could see that you too are floating just a few feet in front of a cryotube. That was going to be my first question. Is like, do I realize I'm in a cryotube or am I out of my cryotube? So you're, you're out of it? Yes. So you, of it. it looks like you, you floated about two feet out of the cryotube. But yes, yeah, so you're just kind of floating. Uh, you look towards the floor. You look like you're 18 inches off the floor. Uh, but you don't really have that much to grab onto right now. As you look, you're wearing um, a, a basically paper clothes, more or less. You just have, like, white pants and a white shirt. They're almost like hospital scrubs, but slightly lower quality. Like, they're not meant to be really clothing. They're just meant to cover a person while they're in a cryotube. Uh, and that's it. That's you. That's all you've got. You don't have any stuff. You don't have uh, anything else. You're just wearing these weird uh, papery clothes. That makes sense. I gotta at least hold on to my dignity. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, well, I, well, first, does the paper clothes actually protect his dignity? Oh uh, yeah, a little bit. They're not. Pa- they're not paper. Paper. They're just real thin and flimsy. Like they're they're, they're disposable clothes. Is what I, got. I guess a better way to say. It. Like they're not meant to be worn more than just the once. Like hospital gown material, I think would be the best way to do. It. Like. Except, like, cheaper versions of that. Well, no, like, cheaper than scrub. So it's basically a hospital gown turned well, into... Hospital gowns, they do reuse. They rewash them, so they're, they're not one use. They do hire. Why are we no. caring about this? <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I started this. I'm we're sorry. really disposable cheap clothes. Um, I, I look for... Uh, my first initial thought is, oh, great, I'm dead. I'm floating. I'm a ghost. And then I realize I'm in zero-G. And then... Um, my next instinct is to try and make my way over to the other two unconscious people to see if I can wake them up. Is there anything floating by me that I could chuck at them to see if I can get them, like, wake them up? Um, no, nothing. I mean, there's some water droplets in the air, but that's about it. Yeah, I'll just try to make your way over to them. That's going to be to me a speed check with uh, zero G if you have it. I do have zero G. Yeah, so you add the plus ten percent to your speed, and then roll under that. So I'm rolling two D sixes, pretty much. Two D ten. Two D ten. I meant. It's a percentile, so D one hundred, really. You got a ninety eight on that. Oh, okay. So we're not. It's not getting added together. So. Right. That. No, it's yeah. It, you, you can roll again. Roll a d hundred. All right. I forgot we can do that. You can. Yep. Through the magic of bots. Even worse. Ooh. That's a critical failure. Yeah. Oh, yeah. By the way, doubles are. It's like Eclipse phase. Doubles are crits, either a crit success or a crit failure. Um. So who were you uh, trying to shove off towards? There's uh, one guy who's pretty big and meaty. 
Um, and there's another guy who's even skinnier than you are. Uh, I guess whichever one would be closest to me. Um, uh, they're, they're about equidistant, so you pick. All right, let's see. I've decided the only other Titus I can think of is uh, Titus O'Neil from uh, the WWE, so I think I look like him. Okay. Yeah, so I think I was trying to get to uh, the skinny guy. Because I rolled guy. a one. He's, he was the odd. Okay. So, uh, Rook, you kind of spin yourself around a bit and go to push off your cryopod heading towards the skinny guy. But you you misjudge uh, the, the distance or your strength or both, and you just kind of shoot at him instead of gently gliding towards him. Uh, Zark, you are woken up by uh, Rook oh, slamming into your skull. So you both take a point of damage. Or actually, uh, you both take... Uh, ooh, six points of damage. Right. I, I, I like the point instead. I mean, that would have been nicer. <laughs> yeah, but uh, you got the crit failure, so I decided to roll for it. Um, so... Rook, you you push off, and it's it's only like ten feet between you, so you have just enough time to realize, shit, you fucked it up, as your head slams into this guy's head and pushes him back while simultaneously making him tumble. So, Zark, you're woken up by getting slammed in the front of your head by someone else's skull, and then flipping back and slamming the back of your head onto something... You don't know. You're very confused. Oh. My head. Oh, my God. That was painful. Was that your head? I I think our heads collided. Oh. Who who said that? Uh, hi. I'm over here. The one that's floating aimlessly for some reason into a wall? Uh, yeah, now, well, you kind of bounced off of him, Rook, so you're now just kind of slowly drifting through the middle of the room with nothing to grab onto. You're you're kind of just stuck in the middle of the room until you eventually drift close enough to something that you could use to push or grab onto. Yeah, I figured that's going to take a bit. Uh, hi, my name's Rook. I'm the guy that's spinning in the middle of the room. Hi, my name's... My name's Zark. Uh, I'm I'm the guy whose throbbing head pain is throbbing. I just now yeah, uh, mine too for some reason. Start to come to. <laughs> you don't have any throbbing head pain. What's going on here? Uh, somehow it looks like our cryo tubes opened, and uh, me and. Uh, Zark here collided heads somehow. It's, it's funny you, you mentioned that, though, Rook, because I were you in a cryotube? And where are you? And who are you? You, you? you said, you know, your cryotube opened, and then you start thinking about cryotube, and you have no memory of getting in a cryotube or being put in a cryotube, and then you realize you have no memory of anything before now. 
So make a make a sanity save. Is this a Ryan problem or an everyone problem? Uh, right now, it's a James problem. It's going to be oh. an everyone problem in a minute. So you can all just do it now. What were we rolling again? Sanity save. So you want to roll under... Under the number that's in gray there. Oh, well, I'm going to mess this up. <laughs> nice. 69. Oh! <laughs> Me too. <laughs> and Ryan got 100. What a loser. Uh, well, hey. Ryan got a crit success or a crit failure. Um, I have to double check if the rolls go from 0 to 99. Or if it it's goes... supposed to be two D10s, right? So 0, 0 is probably good. Um, yeah, it depends on if it runs 0 to 99 or 1 to 100. Uh, critical hits. Zeros is always a critical hit. Okay, so that's a success. Okay, yes. Uh, no, you're still a loser. I'm in too um, much pain to think about it. Yeah, so uh, Titus and Rook, you both take two stress okay. because you have no idea of... Oh, starts at two. So you're up to four. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ryan, you still take one. Because... Even with a crit success? Yes, because waking up in a tube in a strange place, not knowing where you are or how you got there or who you are, still stressful. Yeah, no, that's fair. Even even with a crit success. Yes, yeah, so all of you realize you, you the same thing uh, silently to yourselves at first. You have no idea where you are or how you got here or who you are. Now, do we know what cryotubes are? Is that confusing to us? No, you know what cryotubes are. It's just you okay. don't know how you got there or why. So right, I'll, I'm gonna, I'll, <laughs> go ahead. I'm going to open this up to the room. Um, I know I just said that I fell out of my cryotube. Um, do any of you know where we are or why we were in cryotubes? Did you guys volunteer to go into cryotube is what I'm asking because I don't think I volunteered to go in this cryotube. Sounds like you have more of an idea than me. I think I almost remembered, but then somebody slammed their skull into my nose. Yeah, seriously don't know how that happened. I I just kind of woke up from hitting my head against your head. Well, clearly these pods malfunctioned. Maybe you got ejected from yours. Possible. ACOS, is is there any kind of a computer interface anywhere around? Uh, Make an intellect check. Okay. I got a 32 out of 54. Uh, you you look around. Uh, it's it's really hard to see in here. Uh, but as you look around, you don't see any computer terminals. You just see the 10 other cryopods uh, and, and the cabling. Uh, each, each pod has a little... Uh, like monitor system on it, but that's that's it. There's no like other computers are in here or anything. All right, hey Cordana, the, the little yeah. the little monitor. <laughs> I was actually going to try that. Do they have any additional information on them? Like, if I look at the one that's closest to me, does it have like my name or? Oh, no name. It just it just has um a, a number, but which you take might be like a serial number. It's just like, you know, like a nine-digit string 
uh, and then just uh, you know typical cryopod vital signs. You know, just right now it basically just says open. But uh, if you look at what if you float over to one of the adjacent pods that's still closed, uh, it's the same thing. It's a different number, but it just has vital information that you know this person's alive. The you can't. You could see the silhouette of the person, but the the glass of the cryotube is frosted from the inside, so you can't make out any features of them. It's just you could tell there's a person in there, but that's it. Okay. And and, and our sorry, go ahead. So there's ten like that, and those cryotubes are the only light source in here, and so there's ten thirteen, be including us, right? No, thirteen total. Okay. And ten more. So, James, are you, were you really going to try that? Because if you're not, I'm going to. Uh, no, I wasn't really going to try that. All right, so so Titus says, Computer, turn on the lights. Nothing happens. Yeah. Well, it's worth a try. Hey, uh, uh, does anyone happen to know how long it takes to thaw out once a cryotube opens? I just kind of want to have a general idea of how long we've been floating around in here until uh, me and uh, uh, Zuck, was it? Mark, was it? That, uh, Muck. Get, Muck. Um, my name is Ark, but my friends call me Muck. Wait, you remember your name? I remember your name, Chris. I do? Yeah. You remember your name. You just don't remember anything about okay. yourself. So that's it. Okay, gotcha. I thought we just forgot everything altogether. No, it's it's weird. It's, it's not quite amnesia. It's very weird. Um, can I can I take a look at our pods versus the other pods in the room? Did someone like trigger our defrosting process, or or the pods just like broken? Uh, sure, that would be intellects, and I would give you. Um, you have computers, right? Yeah. Sure, you can use computer. You can use computers with that. That is a 29 out of 64. Uh, the, the pods are in working order. Something triggered it, but you don't have any sign of what. Okay. So Something defrosted you, but you don't know what. Well, and, uh, I don't like how you said something. Yeah. <laughs> I said something because there's no one else here. So, well, as far as I can see, these units seem to be in working order. Uh, we we didn't defrost because these things uh, fizzled out or anything. Uh, somebody somebody triggered this. Well, that's nice. Someone, someone must have defrosted us for a reason. So they started the defrosting process and just left. And why well, just us three? Couldn't it have been automatic? The system met some sort of parameter and decided to thaw us out? That that could be. Could also be that whoever did it or whatever did it triggered triggered it remotely. Could have been on a timer. Could have been, uh, you know, some condition was met. Uh, considering that we're floating in zero G, I'm assuming that means we're in space. That tends to be where you find zero G. Uh, uh, hey, uh, Muscles, what's your name? Oh, uh, uh, I guess I, I don't have to look down to realize I'm Muscles. Oh, well, I'm assuming he's looking at you when he's talking, so. 
Okay. As I'm as I'm, I'm spinning around trying to <laughs> wait to for something to grab to uh, stop sorry, spinning. I'm, You're almost I'm, there. Uh, <laughs> my name is Titus. How you doing, Titus? Do you remember anything? Did you volunteer for this? Well, I don't remember, but uh, I, I think that I had a better trip coming out of my pod. Uh, I don't think I hit into anything. I feel okay. That's good. As you guys, your eyes are adjusting so, more to the dark of the room. Uh, you see that there are two doors leading out of here on different walls. And you also see that these cryopods uh, are haphazardly bolted to the walls. Like this wasn't this wasn't a dedicated cryo chamber before. This is this is a jury cryo chamber. Uh, someone added these pods here later on, uh, and you can see the the wires are sort of sprouting out of the pods and snaking up into the ceiling, uh, very haphazardly. This was. Not the original intended use of this room, whatever it is. This so, definitely looks like shoddy work. This this is not. This is, looks like a rush job too. Uh, with my mechanical repair or heavy machinery, would I be able to tell that? Like this is like slapped together quickly. Um. Yeah, you could probably tell. It's it's functional and it seems to be working, but it's not. Uh, not up to code. So it seems to me you know a lot more about these these pods than, than I do. Um, and if we're going to go on the assumption that we were woken up specifically, um, chosen to be thought out, um, there's probably a reason why it was the three of us that were picked. What uh, what what sort of skill sets do you fellas have? Well, uh, I'm assuming uh, Muck over there is good with computers, uh, so he must be like a nerdy guy. Uh, I can just tell by looking at this place that it was uh, built rather quickly and not really up to code, so I guess I'm some sort of engineer? So, I'm but sorry, I def- like, I, am I going to remember that I'm a Marine? Or is that um, outside not, of my not memory? That you're- Marine specifically, but um, you you don't really know. It, it has your your skill set hasn't come up. You don't, you don't you don't really know what you can do yet. You've okay, already so thought of you've already thought of three different ways you could kill each of us with your bare hands. <laughs> <laughs> but that's normal. Yeah, everyone. Yeah, does I mean, that. I'm sure I'm sure they did that too. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know exactly why they would have picked me. I certainly am lost with all your techno babble here, but uh, maybe I'm some sort of bodyguard or something. Uh, I did, I did give you guys an ocular pat down, and uh, <laughs> pretty sure I can take you both. Uh, yeah, you you look like you're built like you can rip a phone book in half. Yeah, and uh, judging by how I'm just floating around over here, I was definitely not trained to be in space. Me either. So, this is probably not good. They re- they thought out a repairman, a computer expert, and a bodyguard. Something needs repaired. 
and something broke it. And that thing is probably still here. Well, I, I can follow that logic. Yeah, sounds reasonable. <laughs> Suddenly just, repair, man, 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 man. <laughs> it just popped into my head. <laughs> but if someone thought us out for a reason, then why haven't we received any instructions? Or any lights, mm-hmm. or... Also, they just kind of turned off our cryopods and just left. And If it wasn't for me bumping into... Uh, uh, muck over there, we probably would just still be floating around unconscious. Well, maybe we had instructions before we went into the cryopod and we just don't remember them. I, I don't know. Is, is is memory loss like a cryopod sickness thing? Or is that is that a common side effect? I, I can't... You, uh... I feel like the answers are on the tip of my tongue, but I just can't think of anything. Do I know that with my first aid training? You know what? I'm sorry. Do I do I know if memory loss is a is a side effect of coming out of cryosleep? Uh, you don't have to. Sometimes a little uh, disorientation is normal, but like full blown memory loss? No, that's not a cryosleep thing. Which is also weird. How do you know that? You don't. It's weird. I, I mean, I, I don't know where this is coming from, but as far as I know, memory loss isn't really a side effect of emerging from cryosleep. Just just general sense of disorientation. Uh, well, maybe we're maybe we're looking at this the wrong way. Maybe we maybe it was a glitch. Maybe we shouldn't have thought out at all. Maybe something malfunctioned, and the the pods ejected us before it erased more of our brain. Maybe we were in for too long. Uh, I, is that is that a thing that can happen? Not that you're aware of. Should we should we try to wake the other pods up? Um, is that something that I could do? Um, you could certainly try. I would say well, that would be more of an intellect with first aid than computers, though. Okay, that's fair. I mean, it's the same bonus either way. Well, before you try, is it something we should do? I don't know. Uh, I, I think I'll, I'll look at one of the pods and, and I'll say, I, I think I know how to do that. Do you think we should do that? I, I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, we don't know who we could be waking up. I mean, we could be waking up a psychopathic serial killer. This could be a prison ship for all we know. But we we don't... Sorry. That psycho killer, maybe. Yeah. Never mind. Maybe we should get a better idea of, of what's going on here before we go waking anyone else up. Might be nice to find some real pants. Yeah, I was thinking that myself. And as I say that as I'm upside down, I mean, gravity obviously wouldn't put my gown over my face or anything. It would still stay with me because we're in zero G, but, you know. Uh, and you just... Uh, as you do that, you you feel yourself just bounce against one of the walls, Rook. 
Yay, I got a wall. Finally, stability. So, uh, so anyone check, up for exploring? Can I check around for anything that looks like I could use it as some sort of weapon, something I could heavy that I could swing into things, or something sharp? Even uh, if I have to, be... say, break something. You can roll intellect plus scavenging if you have it. I do not have scavenging, and as stated, intellect is my worst thing, so... Probably not going to find anything worth hitting people with, but... 50. Nope. That's way over 28. Yeah, the the only things that in here that you can find are the cryotubes and all the like wires and things that are sneaking out of them. Everything else seems to have been cleaned out to make space for this. Alright, well, let's pick a door. So there's one... Uh, I will, I'll just say this one on the north side of the room and the west side of the room. Does it look like there's more light coming from either of the two? Uh, no, they're space station doors. They're both, like, fully sealed. There's no... Uh, no window or anything? There's no, yeah, there's no light or anything coming from either of them. Okay. Um, I took some military training. Uh, could I use it as, like, maybe as, like, I know a floor plan of, like, of how a space station should be? And maybe kind of figure out, all right, well, if, you know, this is a space station, then, you know, north would be where the cabin is. So let's head north. The the problem is that uh, generally space space stations are, like, custom designed. So there's no one layout. Like, this is what a general space station is. It could be, be anything. Also, how would we know north when there's no magnetic north? Yeah, that, that was weird to me, too. Well, because the layout of the thing I'm looking at is two-dimensional. So, you have to. I, I need to differentiate because they go to different places. So, yeah. There's a north one and a west one. Do with that information what you will. The doors are on opposites, are on different sides of the room. All right. Well, I think let's. I, I point toward the north e- exit and I say, I think we should go that way since we have no other better way of figuring this out. All I right. concur. Let's just go that way. I would like my like to make my way that way. Okay, so you you all managed to push off and head towards the the north door. Uh, there's a little you could see as you get closer. There's a barely illuminated panel that you have to press, and the door slides open. Um, you come to a rather long corridor. That's oh, Ryan's uh, happy. No, it's not a hallway. It's a corridor. What's the difference? I don't know. Corridors don't have that many doors. Well, but you know what? Why are we Why are we discussing it, Ryan? Are you happy about this or not? I'm I'm pretty happy. All right. Okay. And you, uh, so you you go down the corridor, and you come to uh, another door the end of this long corridor uh, there is uh, a you could just barely see uh, in the, because there's still no light in here uh, you could just barely see there's a placard above the, the door it reads skeleton works um, is there anything at all in the corridor or is it just 
just long, quiet, empty corridor. Can I try and pry the skeleton work sign off of the wall? Uh, make a strength check. Dokey. I think a corridor is more like a hallway down like a hotel room that has a bunch of passageways that branch off of it, as opposed to a hallway which leads to a doorway. Just just saying. Okay, that sort of makes sense. Yeah, okay. Uh, roll 1d100, I got a 59, and my, no, I can't. Yeah, you tried, you just, you can't get, it's like right on the, it's not even bolted, it must be like epoxied or something. And you just you just can't get your fingers underneath it to get any grip, unfortunately. Alright. I'm gonna find someone to bash someone with. Just you wait. Give it time. Uh being a guy that knows mechanical repair, can I figure out a way to open this door? Uh yeah, you can press the button. <laughs> okay. So uh have you tried pressing this button here? And I press the button. He wasn't trying to open the door. He was trying to pry the sign off the top. But yeah, I would have to smash people in the head with the sign if he came to it. See, maybe there's something beyond this door that you can smack people with. Well, the sooner I find something, the, the better I'll feel. All right, so you, you press the button, uh, and you uh, the door opens in front of you. Uh, inside is uh, a room about uh it's it's a huge room um like you you look in and you could see um the the room stretches uh like a hundred feet up the, there's also again no light in here everything's dark uh it stretches further than you can see but as you uh go as you float in you could see um just a mess of uh, mechanical arms sort of uh, tethered to uh, workstate, what might be workstations uh, and giant vats of something like giant tanks that look like they would probably hold chemicals. Yeah, that's what you see at first. Uh, all right. Well, I'm going to try this in every room and see if it maybe works one time. Uh, computer, turn the lights on. Nothing. Eh. But if you're looking for weapons, uh, Titus, yes. there's a whole bunch of metal arms here hanging around. Yeah, I'll, I'll grab one of those. Okay. So you pick yourself up a metal arm. It is the size of an arm. Okay. Um, is it the size of my arm? I have a pretty big arm. Okay. So it does, uh, if you want to just not get it down, it does 1d10 damage if you hit something with it. All right. 1d10 damage. Okay. You got a little club. Nothing crazy, but better than nothing. Try the right mechanical arm, so I don't think it's the one that's mine. I'm gonna look around to see if there's a like a control panel to turn lights on and stuff. Uh, sure. Make a intellect check to look around. All right. So we're rolling at or under, right? Yep. I do not. 
No, you don't see anything. You do see um, whole, just tons and tons, thousands of molds for what looks like bones, like human skeletons, but they're not, it's not like a contiguous skeleton. Like, some of them are an arm, and some of them are a leg, and one of them is just a femur, and one of them is just, you know, half of a hand, uh, just thousands, like an infinite number of these molds for bones. And are these, like, just floating around the room, or are they, like... No, oh, they're attached uh, to... It, uh, make a make an intellect check. Okay. Just so you know, this doesn't make me feel any more confident about what we're running into here. I got a 20 out of 54. As you look around, it seems like it's attached to some sort of assembly mechanism, but I'm not quite sure how it works. Like, it's it's too dark to really see anything, but these, these molds aren't just floating there. They're in some sort of mechanism. Okay. Well, this, this is obviously part of some kind of a manufacturing process. Look, there's there's an assembly mechanism over here. Yeah, it, but the fact that they're making what looks like human bones, it's kind of unnerving. Um, maybe uh, it's a medical guys, chip? What did you guys expect? The door said skeleton works. And uh, all of you make a fear check, a fear save. Fear, okay. Nope. Should really copy this and just paste it every time instead of typing it. What do you guys think? Oh, that would make sense. Fifty. Uh, fear, you said? No, that's above it. Thumbs. What's the fear based off of? It's just it's a little chart there. there. It's one of your saves. You're a teamster, so yours is 35. Okay, so I think I rolled under that. Okay, yeah. Uh, So you're pretty cool, Rook. The the other two, uh, you jump as suddenly you hear as this this machinery starts up, uh, and you see these uh, infinite number of uh, molds just start flying by on a conveyor belt, almost like a uh, like a dry cleaning, like a dry cleaners, but huge and at incredible speed and they go whirring around until it stops uh, and you watch as a mechanical piece uh, reaches up and grabs one of the molds and then brings it over to a a tank uh, and kind of plugs it into it and you you hear as something gets injected into it uh, and steam kind of rises up into the air and then that thing that mold is quickly um, into uh, a chemical bath uh, and more steam just billows up uh, and starts to fill the area around it um, uh, you could tell Ryan as a scientist that it just got dunked in a bath of liquid nitrogen uh, and then you hear uh, a fan kick up as an exhaust starts to suck that, that smoke up out of the room uh, and the, the mold is carried over to another section uh, and opened up 
and uh, the bottom half of a leg uh, is taken out by more delicate hands, uh, more delicate uh, robotic digits, and is sort of polished up and then sent down a conveyor out of sight. Like a flesh leg or like a metal yeah, leg? Yeah, it's, oh, it's, it's, it's a metal skeleton. Okay. Um, well, Titus's first reaction when he gets scared, when, as soon as the machines turn on, is he lifts the arm up kind of like a bat and just shouts out, Who's there? <laughs> Whether or not anyone answers. No, no one does. No? Uh, the box ghost! I think the computer's on now. Computer, turn on the lights. Oh. No, all right. Is um, the machine still running, or is it is, or did yeah, it just make the one leg and shut off? That, uh, you see the the molds are spinning, and another one gets gets plucked out, and it seems like whatever this is is operating now. Now, did it turn on because we came in this room, or did it turn, or was it supposed to turn on, or did something turn it on to try and scare us? Can uh, can I find? Is is there a, a, a terminal or a workstation or anything around that I can see? Uh, that's going to be an intellect check. Try to okay. find it. And if you have scavenging, you can use that. In response to uh, a Rook. Titus says, well, I don't think I touched any buttons or anything. I mean, I, I ripped this arm out of that workstation, but uh, other than that, I didn't touch anything. What about you guys? Um, I, I haven't touched anything. I, I um, look with my eyes. I, I got a 30 out of 54. Okay, yeah, you look around, uh, and just at the edge of where you could see, you find uh, you see the the glow of a computer terminal. Oh, there's a there's a terminal over here, guys. Maybe I can find some uh, answers. I hope so. Um, all right, so so I'm gonna I'm gonna see what I can see. Uh, maybe maybe try to figure out like um, what activated this machinery and um, <clears throat> where we are. Okay. So, uh, you, you kick off and you head over to the computer terminal. Uh, and, uh, when, when you get there, um, it's, uh, there's a little, uh, login screen. It says, uh, mm-hmm. Boneforge Terminal. Uh, and it's asking for a password. Okay. Um, so, can, I, password, can I crack one, two, the password? Three. You can, you can. So that'll be intellect, uh, and you could use hacking. And computers, but you get plus twenty five percent for this. Nice. Have you tried guest? I got a seventeen out of uh, seventy nine. Okay, give me one second. Yeah, that's really easy. The password was password. Yeah. It was password uh, one two three four five. What? Were, what did you put for the password? Nothing. I just pressed enter. Um, okay, so uh, you 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 managed to uh, guess the administrative login password, and uh, the 
Uh, it was password four three two one. Yes, we close. Yeah. And uh, the screen switches over, uh, and you could see it says uh, uh, skeleton molding in progress. Uh, currently three percent. Uh, and as you watch, there's like uh, little. So this is like very eighties, you know, synth. So it's just a, a green on black monitor. And as you watch, there's like a little icon that's just sort of slowly bloop, 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 blooping across the screen. Uh, and as you watch, you see another mold is being prepared. Uh, and according to the screen, uh, it's first it first goes to the liquid aluminum uh, for the injection. And then dunked into the liquid nitrogen chemical baths, and then sent off for a final inspection, then uh, sent out. Um, so, so can I can I get out of this process at all, or is it just the only thing that's running? Uh, oh, you want it on the terminal? Yeah. So you you have access now. Yeah, you can back out the process. Um, keeps running, but you have access to the rest of the terminal. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to see if I can try to figure out, like, well, I've, I've gotten into the system. Uh, let, let me see if I can figure out where in the hell we are. Uh, okay, so you uh, managed to get back, uh, and you you go to the root menu. Um, and at the top, you see uh, it says Cloud Bank Synthetics Production Facility. In backslash DIR. Uh, and you have a few menu options. None of them seem too helpful. There is one for uh, area map uh, and also station. You can also like station status, things like that. All right. So, uh, since since we're going off the idea that we were uh, revived for a reason, I'm going to go ahead and check out station status. Okay. Uh, you click into that, uh, and the, the message you get is uh, station operating at 100 percent efficiency. Well, everything seems to be in fully in full working order. Without us having to repair anything or fix any software errors or bot bodyguard anyone, and this place is called uh, Cloudwave. Cloud Bank Synthetic Productions Facility. Cloud Bank. Well, how much can we trust that stupid thing? It says everything's working properly, but the three of us were. Ejected from our sleep pods with no, our whatever pods with no memories. There's was that a hundred percent intentional, or is that thing wrong? I mean, it could it could possibly be wrong. Uh, can I get a more detailed like diagnostic on what what's going on aboard the station, or is it just uh, everything operating at a hundred percent efficiency? That's all I get. That's the that's the uh, the main message. It, you can get information for the area you're in, but this terminal doesn't give you like detailed information about the entire station. Okay. Uh, is there any is there any way I can find out like uh, more information about personnel? Or is that um, not, I'm not. Make, a, make another computer check. Intellect okay. with computers. 
yes. Uh, yeah, you do manage to pull up uh, a station, uh, like a like a uh, personnel list. Okay. What are you looking for? Um, does it have any information about like? How many people are on board? Uh, what their status is? Where they might be located? Uh, yeah, you you look through it. Uh, it says uh, human personnel zero, uh, android personnel, uh, and just X's. Or so human employees zero. Hmm. Are you relaying any of what you're seeing back to us? Yeah, I mean, I, I kind of assume that you guys are both like looking over my shoulder, so I'll, I'll turn to you and I'll. It doesn't doesn't seem to be there. Don't seem to be any humans on board. Well, wait, if there's no humans on board, then what's in all those cryopods? Uh, maybe the folks in the cryopods aren't considered crew or personnel. Maybe we were passengers? I I don't remember working here. Well, see if you can look us up. See if we're in there. All right. I'm, I'm going to try to look up myself. Okay. Uh, your you name do. or your serial number? I'll, I'll try both ways. I, I uh, remember the serial number on my cryotube. Yeah, you, you look up both. Uh, there's no record of you. Huh. There doesn't seem to be any record of us. You do, you do that for everyone. You get the same thing. Uh, as you do that, you hear... Boom. Hello. What are you three doing? There's just a voice coming from somewhere? A speaker, maybe? Who is it? Who is this? I am Monarch. Who are you? I'm Titus. Hello, Titus. What are you doing on my station? We're wondering that same thing. We woke up just before in, in uh, cryotubes in the other room. Interesting. Wait, Monarch. Can you turn the lights on? Certainly. Uh, and... You floor lights at lights eventually like spring to life, like they flicker a bit. Uh, but soon, like boom, 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 the lights come on, and you see you're in this massive uh, bone making chamber. You see like dozens of tanks of the of the liquid aluminum and more chemical vats of liquid nitrogen uh, as multiple bones are being produced at once. You were only able to see one of them because it was so dark. Uh, but yeah, this this is a massive facility. You do not know uh, what you were doing on my station? Well, we, no. we had assumed that somebody woke us up for a reason, but... Uh, from what I can tell from the from the uh, terminal here, everything seems to be in perfect working order. Well, if you're here, I suppose I could offer you employment if you're interested in the opportunity.
I I don't know. What's the opportunity? Well, that depends on your skill set. Are you capable of assassination? Or perhaps search and retrieval? I, I think I'm good at working your controls and your technology here. I seem to have found my way around this uh, uh, terminal pretty well. Uh, so, for me, probably no to the first thing, but maybe yes to the second thing. I, I don't have much in the way of memory right now. Yeah, we don't remember anything. Can you tell us why that is? I cannot. Perhaps your memories are faulty. Perhaps you don't have anything worth remembering. Worth remembering. Oh, that's a depressing thought. What about that room down the hallway? There were there were thirteen pods with people in them. What can you tell us about that room? There are now ten pods with people in them. What else can you tell us about it? There are three empty pods. Those were ours. Then you seem to have a good grasp of that room. What? What? What are those <laughs> people in there? How did we get there? I could not say. Isn't it your station? This is my station. Then how do you not know? There's no response. I am not programmed to tell you that answer. <laughs> yeah. It didn't say well, it now you just said it didn't say. Look, maybe if we take the voice up on its offer, we can figure out more about what the hell is going on here. Hmm. Well, if you are willing to work, then we could come to a, a uh, understanding. Just give me one second. I'm looking at this thing here. Um Deliver it to that guy on Prospero's Dream, but it doesn't tell me where Prospero's Dream is. Hmm. Uh, sorry, I'm just... It's a big, big old book. Uh. Okay. Um. Well, since you do not seem to be interested in assassination, perhaps a search and retrieval mission? I think that sounds more our speed. I mean, I don't know what a fetch quest is, but I'm sure I love them. (laughs) I'm not sure I want to kill anyone if I don't even remember really who I am. So, what do you need sought and retrieved, Monarch? Thank you very much for asking. 
so I need you to retrieve a device. Um, there is a terminal device. Uh, it looks like um, the box about one foot cube uh, with a very special I.O. port on it. Little hearts drawn on the side. <laughs> My understanding is that it was last located in... Sorry, I need to get to the random location table here. There we go. Let me roll. Huh. Oh. Wow, that does uh that does not bode well for us, does it? Um, it does. No, it's not terrible, I don't think. It's just not Up right now. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, it was last located not too far from your current location. It is in an area known as the Foil Forest. Um, is that part of the space station, or is that on a planet? No, it is here on the station. Uh, Acas, I'm gonna, I'm gonna. Uh cursor over to the, the the map in the menu and see if, you know what I can bring up in here mm-hmm. all right so uh, you 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 switch over to the map uh, and you see that you are currently located in the skeleton works um, it looks like you just came from the maintenance zone as far as you could based on uh, the door you came through. It's the only way to access the skeleton works too, so that kind of uh, lets you know where you came from. Uh, yeah. So you're you're in the skeleton works. You would have to head back to the maintenance area where you were, and then find your way to the dis slash assembly floor, uh, and that is where the foil forest is located. So we got to go back from that door that we came in and go west instead of north? Yes. Once you oh, have... Uh, go ahead. Once you have retrieved this artifact, I need you to make contact with someone named Arkady. He is a man located on the Bell. It is a small station that orbits us, orbits the, the station. You need to use this device on Arkady. What does the device do? Do you really want to know? Well, if you're telling us to use it, we're going to have to know, right? You will know how to use it when the time comes. You simply need to plug it into his head and press the button. God damn it. (laughs) If that is not something you feel you can accomplish, I can probably find another task for you. I I look at the two of them and I say, well... an assassination. Yeah, it's not. (laughs) If that is going to be a problem, I can give you another objective. 
I think the box thing should be fine, I guess. No, um, yeah, I think this is this is a good one to do. Yeah. I'm going to kind of wink at the other two. Let's let's start off with something nice and easy. Very Get our good. feet wet. Well, good luck. Oh, Monarch. Is there um, a room or a locker or something somewhere that uh, maybe some personal effects that we had before we went into the, the chamber there? There's no answer. Or maybe a, a laundry where we could get some some uh, substantial pants? Nothing. I think he's more of a hands-off kind of boss. Do you guys think that was a person or a computer? I'm 90% sure that was a computer. You think it's still listening? Probably. I think it- I think it's always been listening. Yeah, me too. Definitely ignored you when you asked to turn the lights on. I think because of a name like Monarch, it likes to be in control and not being told what to do. Well, maybe it it's is just... Mighty Monarch! <laughs> maybe it just doesn't like being called the wrong name. That could be true too. Uh, computer programming can be fickle. Well, I would know. Yeah. Well, I think we should go back to that room we woke up in and try the other door. I, I, we had to have things with us when we went into the pods. They couldn't be far. Yeah, you're probably right. If we willingly went into those pods. Well, I'm uh, I'm iffy on that one. I'm, yeah. If we don't find any personal things, then, uh, well, maybe that answers the question for us. Okay. Also, that room wasn't initially made to be a cryogenic tube, a cryogenic room. So, uh, that was, that was like made, like, yeah, on the map, it's labeled as a maintenance area. Not just that room. There's a whole uh, connected series of rooms that's all labeled as maintenance zone. It's not. It's not. You don't get a detailed map. You just kind of get like a big yeah. square. So, like, there's a big square you're looking at right now that says skeleton works, and it's there's a line <laughs> connecting it to another big square that says maintenance. Do you think this area is actually maintenance, or is it just room after room of these tubes? I I think we're the things that needed to be maintenanced, according to the monarch. Uh, that could be. Well, nevertheless, maybe we should maybe we should just. Uh, Go and f- try to find this box thing. Uh, maybe well, we, we can <laughs> figure out what that box does before we plug it into anything. I don't. Well, yeah, reason, obviously. <laughs> I, I wouldn't just go and plug it into someone's head without knowing what it was going to do first. 
We are. We are going to have to get in contact with this other person. Hmm? You don't. Sorry? You don't have like ports in your head or anything. So, what do they mean well, by I don't, get into his head? I don't know this guy, Arkady. Maybe he has a port in his head. Yeah, sure, that's it. I mean, uh, we, yeah. we, we live in a place that has androids, right? And uh, this place obviously manufactured some sort of robotics people, so uh, maybe he's a robotic people. Um, well, either way, I think it might be good to get the perspective of someone apart from this monarch. Based on based on what I know about computers, Alex, is artificial mm-hmm. intelligence a thing? Like uh, artificial intelligence, yes, because uh, you have, androids are real and they run on yeah. artificial intelligence, but uh, it's it's capped uh, to use Eclipse face terms at like ALIs or AGIs, like. Okay. Human level intelligences. So there's no there's no like showdowns out there. Not that you've ever heard of. I mean, there's conspiracy theories, of course, but I think I think that sounds like, like the answer to that is if there was, it would be very illegal. Mm. Uh, all right. So, so look, we have to go past the room we started in no matter what, right? Yeah. Let's just check through that other door, you know? We'll feel real stupid later if we come back and it's a, a locker room with all our things in it. I mean, probably it isn't, but why not check? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it can't hurt to check. It would help alleviate my suspicions as of right now. Or make them worse, but... Yeah. I- I would say let's let's go with the flow until the flow gets rocky, and then then we'll figure out what to do from there. Okay, so you you leave the bone forge behind. Uh, and oh, are we still floating around? Yeah, there's no gravity. Okay. Uh, and so you you float your way out of the bone forge uh, and head back down that long corridor to the room you woke up in, uh, and you go through there to the other door. Correct. Yes. Yep. All right. Are, are the yeah. lights on everywhere now? By the way. No. Yes. Okay. No. Oh no. No. The lights were only on in that one room. Wonderful. Uh, excuse me, Monarch, but could you perhaps turn the lights on in rooms that we're going to be in? There's no answer. I guess he's busy. Yeah. Uh, okay, so you you head back through. Excuse right. me, Monarch. Are you a big fat fatty fathead? Pink dies. <laughs> oh no, the airlock opened. <laughs> oh, so close. Um, you press the panel. The door is open, uh, and you find yourself in another large room. Not not nearly as large as the Bone Works, but. Uh, Definitely sizable, like uh, gymnasium size, because you are in the zero gym, the zero G gym. Cool, a gym. Is there actually like gymnasium equipment, or is it just to help people to cope with zero G? Uh, no, it's not gymnasium equipment. Uh, but there, the walls are covered in racks and handles um, that are meant for zero G fitness. 
It's because you need to. You still need to keep your muscle mass and muscle tone while in zero g. But um, yeah, it smells. It smells like wet iron in here. But everything is clean and well maintained, as far as you can see in the the very dim light. Well, this is some sort of gym. There's got to be a locker room, right? Yeah. Even if we can find some shorts or something, anything's better than these stupid paper bags we're wearing, right? Uh, you guys can make intellect checks, and if you have scavenging, you can use that. Uh, uh, do we feel cold? You feel chilly. Uh, it's not it's not freezing in here, but uh, it's definitely colder than you would like. Uh, I think I got distracted by the uh, gym equipment and started using it. Okay. Uh, did any of you succeed? No. Uh, no. Yeah, alright, so there's no... Oh, I enrolled the same thing as me. Yeah. Unfortunately, uh, there's no locker room in here, just, just the gym. Uh, and you find two more doors. There is a south door and an east door, just to... Uh, keep it a little easier. And the, the uh, map wasn't specific as to like exactly which path we take? Um, you know you need to get down to uh, the disassembly area, mm-hmm. um, which is uh, below the maintenance zone. That's all, that's all you really got from the map. Well, based on the orientation, Chris, do do we think this is the way we have to go, or I think you were answering the question I was going to ask? So sorry. That's all right. Uh, Based on the way the map looks, we we need to keep heading this way and uh, Zark Point South. Sounds good to me. Well, if there's a door that way, I'll go it. Okay. Uh, okay. So you you head down. You head out the south door. Um. And you come to another door at the end of a corridor has uh, another placard above the top that says decontamination. So, Muck, did, uh, was decon- decontamination on that walkway list that we needed to head to? Um, no. Uh, the, the map wasn't this detailed. Um, I, guess, I guess this is all still the maintenance zone. I guess, yeah, decontamination could be considered maintenance, I think. Yeah. Yeah, uh, so you can go in if you want. Yeah, I guess so. Um, are there any are there any signs around that say that have like warnings about, you know, exposure to chemicals or no, just just says decontamination. Okay, I guess we're getting decontaminated then. Uh, does it say how? Because if we're sprayed with a whole bunch of chemicals, then our hospital gowns are going to disintegrate. 
But uh, if it's like UV lights and stuff like that, we might be fine. Well, there's only one way to find out. Titus goes in. All right, so you open the door. Uh, You see, um, enter a sterile white chamber, um, and there is a a hermetically sealed door ahead of you, Uh, and you can see another hermetically sealed door after that. It's like three interlocking chambers. Uh, You can also see that camera lenses and speakers stud the walls in here. Uh, And you hear him say, No! You can't come in here without fresh contamination suits! I want to see the closed packets before you come in. Hi, who are you? I'm Silas. So, so Silas, um, we just woke up. Um, we I don't, saw. You saw? Yes, I saw you wake up. So you, you kind of understand our, our predicament, right? <sighs> A little bit. What can you What can you tell us? Anything at all? Uh, I remember my name, and that's about it. Oh well. Uh, I can't tell you much. I just saw you wake up. Uh, I'm I'm not on your floor, really. I'm I'm in charge of the pseudo flesh farms. So when uh, when my buddy back there, uh, Zark looked at the the computer and said there were no human uh, employees. Uh, are you are you human? No, can't say that I am. Okay. Would you say that you're a robot? No, I wouldn't say that either. Robots have bodies. I'm an artificial intelligence. I'm in charge of the pseudo flesh farms. Huh. Well, do you know how those chambers we were in got here? Chambers, the cryo chambers. Yeah, the cryo chambers. Oh, uh, I'm not sure. Like I said, I'm not really connected to your floor too well. I just happened to be looking through the security cameras when you woke up. What goes on on your floor? What goes on on your floor? That's where we farm pseudo-flush. It's the pseudo-flush farms. Uh, I guess that was pretty obvious. Look, uh, it's a very delicate operation here. You can't come through if you don't have decontamination suits. Okay, well, where can we get some decontamination suits? Uh, yes, I would love some decontamination suits. Um, they might be a little bit less revealing than the clothes we're wearing currently. Uh, so I, I mean, I don't, I don't know where to get them. Like I said, I just know what goes on on my floor. But if you come back with fresh decontamination suits, make sure you don't open them. I want to see the packets. If you, if you come back with fresh suits, I'll let you through. Say, do you know how to get to the? Um, where are we going again? The, the foil farm. The foil farm. Oh, the foil forest. You probably want to. Uh, let me let me check the map here. What would be best way? I would not do it. There it is. Hmm. I 
guess if you... Oh, boy. Um, you'd probably be best off heading towards... Uh, uh, probably head back. Uh, or go go out uh, this door here and uh, one of the doors... Uh, there's other doors in here besides the ones in the hermetically sealed rooms. Uh, it opens up. Uh, that should take you to the furnaces. You can head through there and uh, make your way down to... Uh, you're going to have to make your way from the furnaces, probably down to the grinder, uh, and then from there you can get down to the forest. So the furnace is that is that going to be safe for us? I mean, the the whole room isn't a furnace. It's the furnaces. There's multiple furnaces in the room. Well, you know, you, you, I didn't want to find that out. Uh, it's, it's a reasonable question. You learn waking uh, up with uh, no memories whatsoever, not to assume anything. So, just trying to be clear. Yeah, well, there you go. Unfortunately, I can't let you through without a suit. But uh, if you find any and you want to come visit me in the pseudo-flesh farm, just let me know. All right, thanks, uh, Silas. I think he said he was Silas. Silas, yes. Yeah, okay. All right, well, uh, good luck. I guess they don't want their flesh getting contaminated. He seems nice. Um, a uh, muck. Yeah. That uh, the computer said that uh, there were no human life signs, right? Uh, it said that there were zero human crew aboard. And uh, that guy seems like he worked here, right? Um, well, according to according to what he said, he's an AI. Oh, okay. There seems to be a lot of that going around. Yeah. All right, so he he did leave the door that he said leads to the furnaces. He left that open for you. All right, mm-hmm. so I guess we're going to the furnaces in our paper uniforms. Yeah, it'll be fun. Yeah, what could go wrong? Wearing paper to a furnace. Mm-hmm. In, in, in flesh. Uh, okay, so as you uh, you head down another corridor, it's still dark. Uh, the end is another door, and you open I it. Should have asked turn some lights on. Damn it! All right, sorry. Uh, you open it to find the furnaces. Uh, you're in another huge industrial-sized room. Eight monolithic industrial furnaces rise up into the dark. Uh, you can see on the fronts they're glowing orange, uh, casting a little more light in here than usual. Uh, the front of each furnace is surrounded by uh, electric candles that flicker a bit uh, in the darkness. All right, light. Uh, if you want, you can get closer and check out the electric candles. Uh, you can also check out the furnaces. Do the candles come off the wall? They're on the floor. Do they come off the floor? Uh, as you go, you bend down to pick one up. Yes, they do, because uh, it's a finger. It looks like a, a robot finger that has a little 
a yellow LED stuck in the tip. Okay. Um, can I find, uh, is there a switch on it? Uh, can I twist it or click something to turn it on or off or maybe make it brighter? No, it's just, it's on. just okay. Just, well, I'll, I'll take a flickering I'll, little LED. I'll, I'll pick up three and keep one and give the other two out. Uh, when I receive mine, I, I start pointing it towards Muck and go, ouch, and poke his head. <laughs> uh, are you going to uh, examine anything in the room? I, I guess Figure I'm going to go take a look at the furnaces. Okay. Uh, right after, right after, um... Brannigan just poked me right in the goose egg he gave me. <laughs> well, as far so you, as as far as you know, that was an accident. Uh, so, uh, Zark, as you go up to one of the furnaces, you see that the uh, the front is daubed in grease paint uh, in a motif of human figures suffering. Uh, and it, pe- it repeats around the furnace. Uh, and it is very disturbing. So make a fear save. Great. Let's see. Uh, no. All right. So that's one stress. Okay. Should I be making panic checks too, or? No, not yet. Okay. Um. Do these things look? It, it's it's grease paint, so it's just like uh, black on whatever color the furnace is. Yeah, the furnace is kind of like a, a rusty red. Okay, and uh, do these do these little human figures suffering? Do they look like exquisitely detailed? Did someone take a long time to paint these, or are they just sort of like smeared like stick figures in agony? No, they're they're kind of in between. Um, you, you can make up some details, but it's not exquisitely detailed. But someone put a little bit of work into this. Right. Uh, so we're in hell right now. <laughs> uh, I, th- I think this is probably real bad for us, fellas. Yeah, I, I don't know that I've seen anything so far that I've considered good. Yeah, I mean... Uh... Granted, these these little flashlights are great, but but they're, they're fingers. Um. Yeah, and uh, what what are you looking at over there in those furnaces? That's giving you, you a bad don't idea. Don't worry about it. It's it's fine. It's fine. You you just <laughs> do you do you want to go look at them, Brooke? Uh, I'm gonna trust Muck on this one. Uh. And I am going to not trust Muck that it's fine, but assume that that's really what uh, what's what's best is to not look at it anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's it's not fine at all, but yeah, you can you can skip this. You you've got the gist of it. All right. So, can we make our way out of the furnaces now? Um. Yeah. So you need to. Head down to the grinder. Um, Sounds great. So you could either you could do Probably that by a giant sandwich, right? Yeah, it's just a giant sandwich. Um, you could do that by either 
there's a an east and a west exit from this room. Either one will eventually get you there. Uh, I don't know which one's closer. Uh, you you pick. Let's go to the west side. All right. Okay. Works for me. As you're heading there, um, your 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 path is just still dimly lit by the candles you're carrying and the little bit of light that's coming out of the furnaces. As you're walking past these massive furnaces, Zark, you can see that all of them seem to have grease paint on them, and you can't really make it out in the dark beyond just like black smudges, but you you know what they are, Zark. And as you get toward to the end by the door, you see um, a person in a vac suit. They're shimmering. They they look almost translucent, uh, and they just kind of they for you first see them about twenty feet in front of you, and they just kind of walk past perpendicular to where you're going and into one of the furnaces and just like like they climb into it like they just walk through it and then a few seconds later they reappear where you first saw them and just walk across the path again into the furnace uh, and it just keeps doing that uh, mm-hmm. hello uh, it turns to you. Hi. My name's Titus. Who are you? You have to be careful. You must be careful. Uh, uh, all of you make a fear save. Oh, no. Nope. Uh, that'll be a no, Alex. I'm sorry. It's a sanity save, not fear. Oh, in that yeah, case, I, I made. Uh, in that case, it's still a no. All right, so uh, Zark, you're okay. Uh, you two uh, take one, uh, take one stress. Okay. Uh, and so the the vac suited person turns to you, and you can't see a face inside the the helmets. It's just. Look, just this translucent, semi-glowing, bluish, greenish color, uh, kind of like the the green of uh, the computer monitors, arc, but a little uh, a little dimmer, and it just kind of flickers a bit as it talks to you. Um, you have to be careful. Be careful. Um, uh, careful of what? Of what? Careful, you have to be careful. Yes, we get that. We gotta be careful. That's what we're planning to do, but um what are we being careful for? They'll take you. You can't let them take you. You have to be careful. Yeah. Um who votes to carry on? I I, I say we carry on and, and continue to be careful. Good advice. Uh, yes. yes, thank you for letting us know to be careful. We're going to be careful, and uh, we won't let them take us. 
have to be careful. Don't let them take you. You'll never know if they take you. You have to be careful. Uh, do you you have to you have to step around this figure in order to get to the door? Okay, we're just yeah, gonna, gonna go gonna then. And anymore? Uh, I'm I'm gonna like reach out. Can I can I touch it or? Uh, you reach out uh, and your hand just passes through it. Make another sanity check. Fair enough. Yep, I make that. Yeah, okay. They, uh... Yeah. So, yeah, let's, uh... Okay, let's, let, let's just go. Let's, this is... Yeah, yeah. Okay, so, uh, I, I'm going with, uh, I'm going with we're in hell. Uh, how about you guys? What do you think? Uh... Not a bad guess, honestly. Well, we're definitely not in any happy places. We got this one guy telling us to be careful, this other guy that says we can't go into a room unless we have a sack, and and a computer that just wants us to kill people. Well, that was one of the things he wanted us to do. Yeah, I don't know that this other thing is actually a different task. seems very similar to an assassination if you ask me. For all we know, this box that we're plugging in is a whole new personality to take over whatever we're plugging into somebody's head. I mean, it also could be downloading his personality into the box. Or maybe maybe it's just a, a broken robot that needs a factory reset. Could very well be. Well, in any case, the uh, the whole point of doing the mission was to see what else we could learn about this place. And uh, the more I learn about it, the more I find out it's terrible. Uh, we have to be careful now, right? Yeah, careful. All right, so you head out of the furnaces into another corridor. Uh, on one side, you can see the the sign says it's the zero gym again. Uh, you can head back that way. Um, there's uh, two other rooms at the end of the corridor. Uh, neither of them, one of them does not have uh, 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 any cabling above the door. The other one uh, says cable junction. Cable and non-cable. Uh, Rook is constantly just kind of checking his surroundings, because uh, he said to not let them take you, so uh, he's being careful. Yeah, you're just in a corridor. There's nothing else here that you can see. Yeah, but, you know... Well, we won't see according to them. We won't know. Yeah. That's, that's also true. Alright, so which which door are you going to go to? Uh, which one looks more closely like we're supposed to be going south, you said? Which one is more southerly? They're they're both at that end of the corridor. Oh. Are we feeling adventurous or we want to go to the cable junction? 
I mean, I guess we can look through both doors before we decide, right? Well, our our weird ghost astronaut friend back there said we should be careful, so maybe we should just go to the cable junction. I feel like checking is a more careful option. Hey, we might find stuff to wear. All right. We just got to find out that we really don't want to go one of those ways. Yeah. I'll uh, I'll cover you with, with my finger. And I we waggle the def- finger at him. We should definitely be careful. Okay. Alright, well it sounds like Ryan thought the cableway was the right way to go. So let's just peek through the other door before we go the other way. So let's just open it up and look through. Okay, just give me one second. The non-cable door. I mean, out of character, I have I have no ideas. It's just that uh, not, none of the none of the labels that we've come across so far have been outright lies. Uh, so yeah. my character feels like it's better to go with something that's labeled than something that's completely unknown. Okay, so you you open the door uh, to the unnamed room, uh, yeah. and you can see. Um, it looks like a cramped crawl space. You can see a bunch of cables. Uh, and shoots and various electronic systems, but that's all you can see from just opening the door. Alright, yeah. This one doesn't look too promising. Let's close this door and look through the other one. Alright, so you open the door to the cable junction. Uh, it's another cramped room, but this one you can, you could see through. Uh, it's, it's still really dark though, but, uh, you could see uh, the room is knotted with cords and cables that come out of the, the walls and ceilings and run along the walls and, like, dive back in. Uh, it's just cables everywhere. But you can make your way through the room. Uh, this one does look like it'll be easier to get across. Guess let's, All right. uh, let's go this way, right? Seems like a good idea. All right, I'll okay. lead the way with my my bludgeoning arm. <laughs> All right, uh, you've got your your little candles with you, so you've got a, a tiny bit of light. Uh, so as you go through, uh, you're going first, Chris. I'm sorry, uh, Titus. So you find uh, as you're going through, uh, amidst the cables uh, on the. Um, as you're pulling yourself along, you see that there's a heavy-duty added toolbox kind of jammed in among some of the cables. Oh, yeah, I'm going to check that out. All right, you pull it out. You see it has the name Helen scratched into the lid. Uh, you, you open it up. It's, it's just a toolbox. It's full, of, it's full of tools. When you say jammed in, was it holding things together when it, where it was jammed in, or was it just, you know, just no, stuff it looks like, to it looks be like, just kind of like maybe maybe not hidden, but like maybe put someone, away. Yeah, using like the wires to hold it in. into place, kind of. Exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, they were using the wires to hold it there. Um. Well, is there anything in there that if I swing at someone would be more effective than the arm that I have? Uh, no. No. Not like a hammer. I guess that, that, would, probably... that would be just as effective as the arm. 
Um, well, you know what? The hammer is is smaller, at least. Um, they probably. Mm, I'd say you have like a wrench, but I don't know if there'd be a hammer. I mean, yeah, you, uh, you, there's at least like a wrench, but it's it's the same. It's not going to do any more damage. All right, but I'm gonna I'm gonna take the wrench because it's. If at some point I feel the need to conceal it, it'll be easier to conceal the wrench than it will to conceal an arm. So I'm going to swap that out. True. All right. going to pass I the arm back, or you're just going to leave it floating there? Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll offer it up. Anyone want the, want the arm? I'm switching to this wrench. Um, or anything else in this toolbox, honestly. I'll, I'll take the arm. All right. It's a, it's a D10. 1d10 damage, yeah. I'll, uh, I'll pass the toolbox back, too, if either of you guys want anything else that you see in here. I mean, you can also just take the toolbox with you. Well, I, mean, I would say if you're doing like a, like a mechanics thing or something and you have a toolbox, it will give you a bonus. I'm not going to be doing any mechanics things. That's why I'm passing it back. You're not, but you're a mechanic, man. That's why I'm passing it back. Gotcha. Did we did we lose it, James? I'm sorry, I missed something. I'm handing you a toolbox. Cool. It has tools. Yay. Minus one wrench, which I'm gonna use to bash things in the head with. Maybe. Right. Anything useful in there for me to use? As what? As for tools or as a weapon? Porque no los dos. Well, I mean, it is a toolbox full of tools, so there are useful tools in there. Okay. Anything in this room that need fixing? Uh, you don't know. You'd have to spend some time to look around. All right. Well, uh, I'm gonna carry the toolbox around with me then. Okay. Is it is it like stupid heavy? Uh, well, it's in zero G, so no. Okay. Yeah, that's it, a good point. It's got um. It's got like a, a shoulder strap on it. It's not just a plain metal toolbox. It's meant to be like kind of dragged around in zero G. So it's so when you open it up, it's not just tools floating in there. It's it's less a toolbox and more like everything has like a velcro or elastic strap to hold it into place. Uh, yeah, like an organizer a little bit. Yeah. So that way when you open it up, it's not just like stuff goes floating everywhere. Uh, so as you did belong to Helen. Uh, so as you're passing through, uh, you see there's two doors leading out of here. There's a, there's a south door and an east door. Well, I feel like the same procedure can be uh, applied. Let's peek through the the south door first, and then through the east, did you say? Yes, there's south and east. All right, so let's peek through the south one first, I guess. All right, you open the south door, uh, and there's a, a long corridor leading down. Down? We wanted to go down. What's uh, well, um, I guess it would be heading down. I don't know. Now, what's the other the other side look like? Uh, so you open the other door, and um, you find... A closet full of dead bodies. No, there's a tool shed. Um, there's steel shelves, floating nails, and screws, um, but floating in the middle of the room uh, is a woman in stained coveralls. Uh, it oh, looks Helen. like 
It looks just like uh, the same color as as that vac suit person you saw. Um, and you hear her say, "Can't fix it. Need toolbox. No, 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 no. Need toolbox." I'm gonna nudge uh, <laughs> Rook. I think this might be Helen. Uh, yeah, it might be. Do we want to ignore her and go down the other room, or do we want to see if we can help her? It does look like there's some stuff in here. Like still, okay. uh, you see behind her, you see shelves and lockers. Well, I think it's probably best to check out all the stuff in this room, and I don't know. She just needs her toolbox to fix things. Ooh, I, I, I fear to ask this question, but what harm could come of it? <laughs> I peek my head in and say, excuse me, Helen? Need toolbox. Do you need this toolbox? And I hold up the toolbox. Uh, she She looks at you. Uh, she doesn't have eyes in her skull. They're just black pits. Uh, but she looks at you. Toolbox. Give me my tools. Hey, uh, Helen, what are you going to fix? Give tools. I, uh... I pushed the tools to her. Okay. Just in time. Uh, so, you you push the tools towards her. Uh, the, the box just sort of floats. Uh, and she, she reaches out for it. And kind of like wraps her arms as it comes towards her. Like she's trying to hug it. But it just passes through her. And you hear her go, <sighs> And she just fades away. And then the tools just honk, hit the back wall. Well, that's great. This place is haunted by ghosts. On the plus side, I think you just sent Helen to her happy place. I'm glad we did, because I'm pretty sure she was about to eat us or something. I hope whatever she needed to fix wasn't important. I mean, I was 90% sure that she was going to say it was one of us that needed to be fixed and that we were going to get attacked with tools. So, this went better than I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So, I'm going to go retrieve said toolbox and restrap it around myself so that I can carry it around because uh, as a guy who fixes things, it's good to have tools to fix things with. Yeah. And uh, as you go through, you see, as I said, there are lockers in the back of the room. Are they locked? They are not. You can open them. All right. Let's let's hopefully find something good. Uh, You open the lockers and you do find good things. So uh, you find a laser cutter, which can be used as a weapon and also as a laser cutter. Uh, You you also find a hand welder and a foam gun. Uh, You also find uh, six pairs of mag boots. Uh, what kind of boots? Oh, mag boots. Yes, okay. which you can use to walk now. Uh, there's also six back suits. So, 
you have vac suits, uh, which can give you some armor. Uh, You also find three stim packs, which are for medicine stuff. So... Um, I know a little bit about first aid, so I'll take the stim packs and hang on to those. So the foam gun uh, is meant to be a fire retardant. Uh, It doesn't do damage, but uh, it's a body save to avoid becoming stuck. Uh, You you shoot at the people and they get all stuck. Uh, The hand welder does 1d10 damage, but has infinite ammo. It can also cut through airlocks and heavy doors. Uh, and mind if uh, minus ten versus armor save. Uh, wait, was a hand welder? Or, oh, no, it was both. Um, yeah, you said foam gun, hand welder, and laser cutter. Laser cutter <laughs> deals one d one hundred damage. Uh, but takes one <clears throat> it takes one round to recharge between shots uh, and it only has six shots before it needs to recharge before like the battery runs out alright well, uh, I think the marine should take the laser cutter I'll take the hand weller and the uh, nerd over there will take the foam gun sounds good to me that was 1d100 six shots till recharge and what was the uh, stats on the hand welder again? Hand welder is just 1d10 damage, but uh, infinite shots. Alright. How long does the uh, laser cutter take to recharge? Um, it takes one hour to recharge from a power source. You'd have to find a place to plug it in. Yeah. And one round to recharge between shots. Right, I got that. One um, round between shots. Shot. The the hand welder, however, is only for close quarters. It doesn't have any range. It's basically a melee. Yeah, weapon. I yeah I took a, a close quarters combat with my athletics. So I then yeah, you would get you get a bonus for that. Um, you also get uh, the vac suits. Let me find those armor tables. Page fifteen. Vac suits. Um. Change short-range comms and two headlamps. However, speed checks made in a vac suit are always at disadvantage, uh, and it gives you plus seven percent to your armor save while you're wearing it. How much do the armor? It adds plus seven to your armor, but all your speed checks are at disadvantage. So you roll twice and take the worst result. Right. Yeah. I really should be writing this somewhere. Oh, there's a whole equipment section. Hit that. Alright. I'm I'm putting on the armor. I'm putting on the, the vac suit and the boots. Yeah, me too. I would say you could wear the boots without the vac suit if you wanted to. But yeah, you can. And there is something else in here. Uh, it's either vac suit or naked, so... Um, in one of the closets, uh, you also find artifacts. Um, 
you see tiny purple crystals. Uh, there's there's a scrap of what looks like skin floating in uh, one of the lockers, uh, and there are tiny purple crystals glowing on it. Hmm. Like someone bedazzled their skin, or like these things started growing out of it? Like these things started not growing out of it, but growing on it. I'm sorry, what did the vac suit have? It said something in lamps. I wrote it down, but now I can't read what I wrote. Uh, uh, two comms. Oh, yeah, and com. Oh, comms, okay. Short range comms and two headlamps. So you have lights now. If we want, we can go back to that guy. No, these are vac suits, not contamination suits. They're different. Oh. And I don't think we're allowed to take them out of the packages until we get there because he needs to oh, see the package. Yeah, right. These are not fresh vac suits either. So, do we're they smell? Do they smell bad? No, they smell a little musty, but not uh, not bad. Um, I'm I I've got a little bit of I've got a little bit of like first aid knowledge. Is there any way I could like? Look at that weird scrap of skin and see what that might be. Um, on it. Sure, yeah, you could roll intellect with first aid. All my fiber of my being wants to collect it and put it in my pocket and wait till later to inspect it, but the other part of me realizes I don't want to touch something that's growing on something. Yeah. Uh I I got uh I, I passed. I got a 42 out of uh, 64. Okay. So you could tell by looking at this that uh, it's not real skin. It looks, it looks really convincing um, as, it, as it just kind of floats and rotates. Um, the, the side with the, with the purple crystals on it, the patches that aren't there, is the skin side, and it looks, it looks real. But as it slowly rotates to the the backside, you could tell it's not real skin, uh, and you think maybe this is that me, that synth flesh that Silas was just talking about, right? That they farm because that's a yeah. that's a normal thing for for people to do with synth flesh, the pseudo flesh. Uh, as for the purple crystals, no fucking idea. Uh, you, probably, you tell uh, this, isn't, this isn't real skin. Those have got to be those uh, those gems that um, infected Rick's things, and then we'll have the fake memories of the aliens that are all good. Purple gems. What? There was an episode of Rick and Morty with Mr. Poopy Butthole. Oh, right, yeah. The uh, aliens came in on the purple gems, or maybe they were green gems. Whatever. Were green. Yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about, man. But there were green things <laughs> on the purple gems. That's what it was. Anyway, uh, that's that's what you know. No so idea yeah. what the purple crystals are. You you would need like an actual lab or something to study them. Figure it out. Okay. Um, I'm eyeballing it. I it is is there is there like a bag or something that I can put the scrap of skin in? That's that isn't uh, yeah, like, sure. or like okay. a specimen jar. No, this this is a tool shed. There's no specimen jar. So you find like there's a rag you can you can wrap it in. Okay. 
Good enough. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. if, it, if it is a tool shed, there might be a jar that has a bunch of nails in it. Just empty out the nails and just put it in the jar. Probably yeah. not the best idea in zero G, but <laughs> yeah, there's already a bunch of nails hey, floating he, around. He, he already said there were nails floating around. I did. Yeah. Hey, are there any um, any tools here that do more than one d10 damage swinging? Uh, no, there's a crowbar, but that is also just one d10 damage. Can also use a crowbar to pry things open, yes. Yeah, as uh, uh, I say, I'll take the crowbar if you want to okay. keep your wrench. Sounds good yeah, to me. So, so Chris, is, Chris is going Bioshock while James is going Half-Life. <laughs> uh, the crowbar, James, also gives you plus five to mechanical repair. When oh, yeah. All right, great. See, definitely. Which is that. good because I'm, I'm the mechanical repair guy. Uh, most of the, the weapons don't do... Much damage, unfortunately. Yeah. I figured I could ask. Except the vibe, the the vibe shetty. If you find one of those, those do for decent damage. Is there a vibe shetty? There's not. What about shock gloves? Oh, you wish you'd be so lucky. Uh, okay, so I think that is a good place to call it. Now that you actually have uh, equipment guys uh, set back off. Uh, you, like I said, this is just a, a closet, essentially, a storage closet. Uh, so you, you head back out into the cable junction, or the spaghetti junction as it's actually called here. Um, and you head out the other door. And so you have lights, you have mag boots, so you can uh, actually walk around. And you walk out the door rather than float out at this time. Yeah. Uh, and you head out. Uh, it's still dark, but you have light now. You're not completely helpless anymore. So that's where we're going to end uh, episode one of uh, Gradient Descent. Let me make a note of where you're heading. Heading to... And we all survived our first episode. Yay! We level up. Yeah, then we get so you level get, one now. Uh, yeah, I'm, getting, I'm going to the XP. Um, so, surviving a session is worth 10 XP. If you survive the first night, you will immediately level up. Um, you can get additional XP. Um, you guys did retrieve an artifact, so that's an extra 2 XP. Um... So is that the 10 that we we got level us up to 1 and then we're at 2 experience or are we at 12? You're at 12. You do hit level 1, but it's it's cumulative experience. Okay. Um additionally, you can easily tack on class-based XP awards. Um Yeah. None of you did any of that anyway. All right. So, uh you you level up to level 1. Ding. Yay. So, uh, you can level up whenever you are in a place safe enough to rest. Well, I'll give you this one. Um, the closet. Yeah. So you pick one major improvement. You can either improve one of your stats, improve one of your stats, which are on the left, improve one by five, and improve another by three. You can improve two saves by four each.
Uh, and that's it. Those are the two options. Well, there's more stuff, but those are the first two options you get. All right. Oh, okay. So we get to pick one of those two, and then additional yeah, things. And then there's, and then there's other stuff. Yeah. Uh, what was the the stats? Five and three. So you, a five and three to your stats, or four to two yeah. of your saves. Yeah, I'm gonna do five and three. I'm gonna do uh, four to my fear and body saves. Okay. Three. James, what are you doing? It's gonna be thirty-four. Jimmy Flame. Uh, oh, sorry. Uh, I think I'm gonna do. I think I'm gonna do four and four. Okay, those go to your saves. Yeah. All right. So that's your major improvement, and then you get uh, a minor improvement. So you can either gain one resolve, remove one phobia or addiction, or heal all stress. So the way resolve works, let me go back to that. Uh, whenever you, I believe when you, uh, when you eventually have to make panic checks, resolve uh, makes it oh, a little resolve. easier. Um, and I can resolve. There we go. Uh, so the, your max resolve is five. Uh, resolve is your ability to ignore or cope with your accumulated stress. Every point of resolve you have provides a minus one to all rolls on the panic effects table. If resolve brings your panic effect total to one or less, then there is no effect and you did not panic. You start with zero resolve, but can gain more up to a maximum of five by leveling up. Okay. So really, so none of you have one so you yeah, don't have the other two we're going to do. So, so either you get a resolve or you heal all your stress. Um, so stress goes down to zero or it goes down or it stays at or it goes back to two? Uh, in this case, I believe uh, it starts at two. One second. Let me check. Uh, how do I relieve stress? <laughs> How do you relieve stress? Stress. Oh, no, that's what do you do to relax, and then Miles Morales falls off the ceiling, and then mm-hmm. they fight Dr. Octopus. Uh, yeah, I think it would all... I think it goes to zero. I'm going to gain a resolve. Yeah, that's what I did, too. So what are the experience points good for? Uh, it's 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 more like Dungeons & Dragons. It's just as they accumulate, you level up again. So when you hit 25 XP, you'll hit level 2. Okay. You get you get 10 XP for surviving the session. Yeah, I so, get Yeah, and then additional. So, so we're all at 12. And once we get to 25, we'll hit the next level, and then we'll get, what, the same sort of thing again? Or yep. Well, you also, in addition to those, you get two skill points. Ah, okay. I was wondering where that would Or spend now. And it costs the same. Trained skills are one, experts are two, and masters are three. Cool. I'm so if we take a resolve... So if we take a resolve, we move that to zero to one? Yep, your resolve goes to one. Okay. I'm going to take a resolve as well. And we get two skill points, you said? 
Yep. And you could you could spend those now or you can save those. But you can't you can't spend them in the middle of the game like, oh, I took heavy machinery because now right now I need to work with machinery. It's you could spend them now or at the beginning of the session, but not like in the middle. Yeah. Alright, I think I'm gonna I think I'm gonna put one of my points in zero G. Definitely not a bad idea. Maybe I found like a pamphlet about moving around in zero G in one of the lockers. <laughs> yeah, sure. Zero G and you. Yeah. Well we were in the zero G gym. Maybe maybe you took a pamphlet on the different exercises you could do. Yeah, there you go. Or there was a poster on the wall that you observed. Yeah. Oh, that's how you push off a wall. Yeah. And look where you want to go. Oh, I was looking where I came from. I guess I'm going to I'm going to add the other point to scavenging because we've been doing a fair bit of that. Yeah. It's a it's a useful skill. Yeah, I'm going to take a point in scavenging and I'm going to hold on to the other point. Sure. All right. So Next time, we'll start out with you guys heading down. Um, oh, cool. That'll be fun. Yeah. Fun right. for Alex, it sounds like, anyway. Well, I mean, this this book is... The layout that uh, Tuesday Night Games does is ridiculous. So the way the way the map is designed... The inside front cover is this giant map, and every room is labeled. So, like, you're in, like, 34D or 34B, and then if I want to find out what that is, I just go to page 4, then everything that's labeled 34, like A, B, C, it's all on page 34. Then everything that's labeled 35 is on page 35. It's really well laid out. It's It's pretty well done, and there's so much terrifying stuff in here. You guys don't even know. All right. Well, that's where we're going to stop it. Uh, anyone have any last will thoughts before Craig uh, decides to leave? You know, mine's not really a will thought, but since uh, since I decided my character looks like Titus O'Neil, I think if you're not familiar with Titus World Slide, you should look that up. It's pretty funny. Okay. That's it. Uh, Have a good time, everyone.